It's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. With yours truly, Bill Goodwin, and the music of Meredith Wilson and his orchestra. For deep down laughs and listening enjoyment, it's George and Gracie. And for deep down coffee drinking enjoyment, it's Maxwell House. With extra flavor in the blend because of choice Latin American coffees. Skillfully combined. Extra flavor in the cup because radiant roast develops the full flavor of every coffee bean. And the result is that today more people buy Maxwell House than any other brand of coffee in the world. Well, George has had a pretty rough week, what with Meredith Wilson and his joke book occupying the den. But this morning, the little man has decided to be happy come what may, as he strolls into the living room with a song on his lips. Ain't misbehaving all by myself. Ain't misbehaving. I'm happy on the show bed. Honest, he's not suffering. He's really happy. <laughs> but there is one thing the poor little goon doesn't know. Going on in the den is a meeting of Gracie's Club, the Beverly Hills Uplift Society. <laughs> Unaware of the frightful doom that lies in wait, he cheerfully scratches himself and looks around for his wife. Oh, Gracie, here's your boopsie boy. <laughs> boopsie boy. Isn't that revolting? <laughs> Maybe she's in the den talking to Meredith. No, George, no. Keep out of the den. It's full of uplifters. You're headed for disaster like a duck waddling straight into the frying pan. Waddle the other way, George. Uh-oh, too late. His hand's on the doorknob. <laughs> oh, no. Not that. He doesn't think it's real. He can't believe fate would play such a dirty trick on a good-natured little schnook. Who never... Who never did anything worse than tee up a golf ball in the rut. So... He sneaks the door open again. And so I said around here. Gracie, Gracie, come out here. What is it, dear? Gracie, I thought you promised me that those uplifters would never meet in my house again. Well, we're not meeting in your part of the house. Meredith went to the den and he said we could use it. I don't believe it. No man could be that stupid. Not even Meredith. <laughs> Uh, well, 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 let's be quiet, please. Uh, my husband has honored us with a visit. Clarence, you remember George? Clarence, you remember George? They all remember. Yeah, they all remember. <laughs> Hi, George. Have a seat. You're the one I came in to see, Meredith. Did you give these uh, this mop permission to meet here? Yep, I sure did. But why? Why in heaven's name would you oh, want... Oh, quiet, George. We have to get the meeting started. Now, um, as their names are called, the members will please answer here. Clara Bagley? Here. Blanche Morton? Here. Francis Fowler? Here. Meredith Wilson? Here. Genevieve? Wait a minute. <laughs> Meredith is a member? We swore him in this morning. But this is a woman's club. Oh, we took care of that. We made him an honorary woman. 
<laughs> Thank you, George. <laughs> sure going to be a surprise to my sister. Up to now, she's been the only girl in the family. <laughs> but, Meredith, how can you stand these females? Oh, I find them delightful and very appreciative of my humorous stories and anecdotes. Oh, I'm beginning to see. Would you girls care to hear another one right now? I have a dandy about married people. If someone will just mention the subject of married people. It's your turn, Blanche. All right. My husband and I are married people. Ah, speaking of married people. <laughs> I am reminded of the grateful wife who said to her spouse, Hubby dear, it's nice of you to send me away for a vacation. Whereupon the sly husband replied, Yes, I certainly need one. Is uh, that the finish, Meredith? Yeah, it is. All right, girls, let's show our appreciation. <laughs> well, that does it. I'm getting out of here. Well, now we can continue with the meeting. We're here today, girls, to get a report on the club's finances. During 1945, we did many things to make money. First, we gave a play. Money taken in, $47. After the first act, we refunded the money to all those who weren't satisfied. Money paid out, $47. Stupid people, though. Well, next, uh, next we made taffy and sold it throughout Beverly Hills. Money taken in, $17. Uh, later, we paid dental bills of all children who ate the taffy and lost their teeth. Money paid out, $85. As, um, as a result of these and other money-raising projects, we begin the new year with a debt of exactly $112.14. Oh, dear. How will we ever be able to raise that much money? Well, may I make a suggestion? Oh, of course, Meredith. What is it? Well, nothing yet. I just wanted to make sure I could speak out if I thought of one. Well, (laughs) if no one else has a suggestion, I'd like to propose a new member for our club. The opera singer, Madame De Silva. Opera singer? She hasn't been in opera for 20 years. Well, let's put it to a vote. All in favor of Madame De Silva say aye. But she's so homely. And so old. And such a snob. Terrible. Her husband just left her a million dollars. Ah, you're sweet, girl. That typifies the democratic spirit of our club. (laughs) Why, I'll bet we can take that rich old babe for all the dough we... Uh, I mean, perhaps our esteemed new member would be willing to pay off our debt. Well, do you suppose she'll insist on singing stuff like Carmen at our meetings? Well, for $112.14, let us sing Carmen. Well, sure, let us sing the whole opera, Carmen and Lombardo. <laughs> I'll go call her. How do you do, Mrs. Burns? I rushed over as fast as ever my tiny little feet would carry me. Uh, well, now, if you just step into the den here, Madame De Silva, the girls of the Beverly Hills Uplift Society are waiting to welcome you. How nice! Oh, quiet, girls, quiet. Girls, let's have a rousing hip-hip for Madame De Silva. Hip-hip! Hooray! Hip-hip! Hooray! 
Well, that was a rousing welcome. Well, I can tell you truthfully, no member has ever been welcomed with big hits. <laughs> Mrs. Burns, who is that striking-looking member in the mannish suit? Oh. Oh. That's Meredith Wilson. You'd almost think she was a man if it weren't for her long hair. Well, <laughs> as a matter of fact... Look, here I am, starting to gossip, and I'm not even a member yet. I suppose you'd like me to write a check for my views now. Oh, no hurry about that. How about a speech first? Oh, very well. <clears throat> Girl, thank you. <laughs> and uh, now the check. Uh, how much are the dues? Exactly one hundred and twelve dollars and fourteen cents. Oh well, I was prepared to pay five hundred. Oh, all in favor of raising the dues to five hundred, say aye. Aye. Oh, that'll be five hundred, madam. Very well. But before I sign this check, Mrs. Burns, I should like to ask you a favor. Oh, anything, anything at all. As you know, I have a very large operatic repertoire. I wonder if you let me put it on the radio. Well, if you insist, but our couch is more your size. <laughs> on your coast-to-coast radio program. Oh. Oh, well, I'm afraid that's impossible. My husband runs that. No program, no check. But I run my husband. <laughs> then it can be arranged. Well, I think so. You see, he loves to sing, too, and if he can sing with you, I think he'll agree. Excellent. I would need a male singer to team up with. But can your husband sing operas like Faust and Aida and Trovatore? Uh, oh, I'm sure he can. Baritone. Oh, that's one he knows by heart. <laughs> uh, you wait here. I'll get it. Oh, George, George. Yes, what is it, Dan? Oh, George, we have a new member, a famous singer, and she's simply dying to sing a duet with you. She thinks you have a magnificent voice. Well, at last you got one intelligent woman in the club. I'd like to meet her. Well, come right in the den. Madam DeSilva, may I present my husband, the famous singer, Sugarthroat Burns? (laughs) (laughs) Same here. I understand you'd like to sing a little duet with me. Yes. Suppose we do Giuseppe Vardy's Parigio Cara from La Traviata. <laughs> you don't happen to know Strut Miss Lizzie. <laughs> what? Or, um, Red Rose Rag. Boom, 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 down in the garden with the red rose goes. Oh, my, I love you so. Love me like a flower. And don't you care to holler. Lord, come and learn that. <laughs> How do you like my voice? Well, yeah. boom, 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 down. Take my advice. Unless you've got some tobacco to auction off, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> Now, listen. Besides, I sing only the classics. Low hear the gentle Lord, weary of rest. From his moist cabinet, That song will go for a hundred years. Well, I can't wait. I haven't had breakfast. <laughs> I 
interesting only if I have a legitimate operatic baritone to compliment my own divine soprano. Until such a time as you produce him, there will be no check. Good day. Well, girls, it looks like we'll have to scare up one of those real Italian baritones. Oh, we'll never find one who'd sing with that old war horse. Say, I know an Italian fellow who's quite musical. He'd be glad to do it. Oh, really, Meredith? Yeah. Of course, you'll have to hire his monkey, too. Meredith. Girls, what do we do? Say, Meredith. That's your own tune you're playing now, isn't it? Yes, Bill, that's Iowa, about the home state. Really? Well, how'd you happen to write it anyway? I just wanted to put a lot of memories into my music. Listen. to you, Bill, that's probably just a melody. But to me, it's memories of Sumac in September, of the old river bend, and of a boy and girl in a park. Memories of my hometown in Iowa. Well, Meredith, your musical picture reminds me that your little town in the Midwest is typical of so many pleasant small towns all over the land. And just as they're an important part of friendly living in America, so too Maxwell House Coffee has become a part of good living in the American scene. For today in homes where fine coffee is appreciated, the choice is most often Maxwell House. And just as your melody picture is a fine blend of orchestral harmony, so rich Maxwell House is a full-flavored blend of these Latin American coffees. Manizales for mellowness. Medellins for richness. Other choice Latin American coffees for bigger. And Bucaramanga's for full body. And the result is true harmony in a cup of coffee. It's Maxwell House. So good to the last drop. with Madame De Silva, we lose her money. Oh, we'll never get a real singer. What we need is a man we can talk into posing as one. Yes, that might work. A conceited man who likes to be flattered. A man who is attractive but not very bright. A sucker. <laughs> Hello, girl. Why, Bill Goodwin, we were just talking about you. <laughs> 
Really? Yes. We were picking the handsomest actor in the movies, and naturally your name came up. Oh, well, Gracie, I... See, I wouldn't call myself the handsomest actor in the movies. No? Well, no, you see, I appear on the radio, too. <laughs> well, anyway, Bill, we think you're beautiful. Oh, girl, please. You're just trying to turn my head. Well, why not? You have such a gorgeous profile. Well, you think so? Well, I think I look better full face. It gives depth to my dimple. <laughs> You know how we feel about you, Bill. I'm sure you'll be glad to do us a little favor. Well, what sort of favor? Well, um, we want you to go on the radio and sing with Madame de Silva. With that ancient Aida? With that decrepit Delilah? Oh, no, not me. You won't do it as a favor? Well, I'm sorry, Gracie, but that's out. Oh. Well, then we'll have to use other measures. Uh, Francis... As vice president in charge of blackmail, have you anything that might persuade him? <laughs> yes, Tracy. Here are some items from my notebook. September 2nd, Bill Goodwin was seen in the Gay Parry beauty shop having a finger wave. Hey, now, wait a minute. October 10th, Bill Goodwin was seen in the same shop I having... Stop. That's enough. Tracy, you wouldn't spread this around, would you? <laughs> Okay, you've got me. I'll sing with the soul. Oh, good. We'll tell her that you're the famous Italian baritone, Enrico Goodwinaldo. Enrico Goodwinaldo? Oh, no, that's too much. Go on, Francis. What happened on October 10th? Well, I had my eyebrows plucked. I mean... <laughs> Never mind, I'll do it. Ah, oh, you're silly, Bill, and I'm glad we did it this way. At first, we tried to flatter you into it, but that's low and deceitful. Oh, yes, yes. Blackmail is much more sporting. <laughs> well, we've got our male singer, Gracie, but there's another problem. George will never let Madame de Silva go on your radio program. Oh, right. Not after the way she insulted him. I've got it. We'll make George think he's got a terrible cold and is too sick to go on. And then we can take over the whole program. Uh -huh, I'll go out and work on him first. I'll meet all of you at the studio in half an hour. We'll leave one at a time, and as we go, each one will tell George how sick he looks. Oh, wonderful. Well, I'll go out and get his cold started. <laughs> Meeting over there? Gesundheit. <laughs> huh? I said Gesundheit. What? You sneeze. I did? Didn't you hear it? Oh. Goodness, your head is really stopped up. Gracie. Gesundheit. Gesundheit? Oh, you heard that one, huh? Gracie, I do not have a cold. Do you understand that? Yes, dear. Fine. Just sometimes. <laughs> I sneezed again? Yes. Oh, you better get right to bed, dear. I will not. We've got a radio show. We've got a radio show to do tonight. Well, forget our show, George. Your health comes first. But I can't disappoint the people who tune in. They're expecting me to be funny. Well, they've expected it for years. <laughs> One day won't matter. Gracie, there's no reason... I'll to... run in the bathroom and get you some pills. You just sit there and relax here. What's about nothing? I'm okay. At least I think I am. George, will you tell Gracie that I left? Why, sure, Mrs. Martin. And tell her that... George, 
Stick out your tongue. Ah. Well, don't lose courage. Penicillin may pull you through. Huh? Goodbye, George. I don't like the way she said that. Wonder if I do look sick. Oh, George, I'm leaving. Will you tell Gracie? Why, okay, Mrs. Bagley. You know, there's something about you today that reminds me of the husband of a friend of mine. There is? Yes. My friend, the widow Brown. <laughs> so, widow? Goodbye, George. <laughs> Everybody thinks so. I do ache a little. I have to go now, George. I'll tell Gracie, Mrs. Fowler. And don't worry about Gracie. She'll look lovely in black. <laughs> <laughs> little Howard Greer number, I guess. Goodbye, George. I've never felt this bad before in my life. Maybe it's my blood pressure. I'm going out for a little while, George. Okay, Meredith. Maybe it's my nerves. Naturally, you can't do the show tonight, but I'll carry on for you. I know jokes about practically any subject a fellow can mention. Maybe it's my liver. Ha! Ah, speaking of liver... <laughs> not now, not now. Well, okay. I just thought I'd comfort you in your darkest hours. An old trooper like you, well, I thought you'd like to exit laughing. Goodbye, George. Oh, my head. The back. Stomach. Hope I don't think. Well, I'm leaving, George. Uh, is there anything I can do, even if I'm not a surgeon? <laughs> Nothing, though. Nothing. Before I go, I want you to know I was always fond of you. Thanks, Phil. You were a good guy, George. I was? <laughs> yeah, and I hope your suits will fit me. <laughs> Goodbye, old pal. Gee, I was so young. Now I'm back with the pills, sweetheart. Here, swallow them. Would you drop them in my mouth? I don't think I could lift them. Certainly, dear. There. Now, I'll go down to the studio and do the broadcast. Goodbye. Gesundheit. Again I did it? Gee, it's going to seem funny to lie here in bed at home and listen to the program. It'll be the first one I've ever missed. Better tune in and see what happens. I guess Gracie and Bill will handle the comedy and Meredith will play a lot of music. It won't be bad. Our programs continue from the NBC studios in Hollywood. The Beverly Hills Uplift Society presents the Beverly Hills Uplift Society program. Starring the Beverly Hills Uplift Society. Our program opens with the members reciting the Beverly Hills Uplift Society slogan. We always, always smile. We never, never frown. For the Uplift, the Uplift will never let us down. Oh, 
I might have known something like this would happen. The Beverly Hills Uplift Society, an organization of women, for women, by women, dedicates this program to women. Oh, beautiful lady. Men, are you thinking of getting married? Are you looking around for the right person? If so, marry a woman. <laughs> women make the best wives, the best mothers, and the best sisters. No other sex can make this statement. <laughs> Beautiful lady. Uh, before a woman can become a member of the Beverly Hills Uplift Society, she must swear to abide by the woman's code, which is, a woman is thoughtful, straightforward, and modest. First, a woman is thoughtful. I will never speak hastily or in anger to gain a slight advantage over my husband. I will be thoughtful and think out a clever plan which will really put him behind the eight ball. Second, a woman is straightforward. I will not paint my face nor curl my hair to deceive men. I will leave this to a certain class of women known as beauty operators. Third, a woman is modest. I will not whistle at men on the street. I will not straighten my stocking seams on a busy corner, nor tug at my girdle in public. That does it. That does it. They made me believe I was sick so that they could take over the show. Well, those hens aren't going to lay their eggs on my time. Where are my children? gentlemen of Radio Land, we have a real treat for you. Our newest member, the famous opera singer, Madame de Silva, will perform an aria from Il Trovatore. Assisting her will be that dynamic Italian baritone, Enrico Goodwinaldo. <laughs> Italian. Very well, I'll sing in Italian. 
then good night and good luck from the makers of Maxwell House, America's number one brand of coffee, always good to the last drop. Oh, goody, goody, jello pudding tonight. It tastes like ten more or more so. You ain't kidding, that's right. And just as jello, it's delicious, locked in flavor, can't be eaten. The Jell-O Twins are hard to find, but keep on looking in your store. When sugar shortages are over, there'll be more. Just the taste of Jell-O pudding or a Jell-O and you know. It's the one and only drinking alcohol. Good night, folks. We're a little late. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.